हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 25 रिलीजियस पॉलिटिक्स एंड आवर टॉपिक इज हिंदू रिवाइवलिज्म देयर इज नो कॉमन कंटेंट टू हिंदू रिवाइवलिज्म इट वेरीड अ ग्रेट डील फ्रॉम बोथ पर्सन टू पर्सन एंड आल्सो रीजन टू रीजन वी विल लुक एट द थ्री रीजंस इन इंडिया where hindu revivalism was pronounced in some form or the other bengal maharashtra and north india three reasons where revivalism had a long run in bengal it was the most widespread as well as intense but it took a singularly unusual form it emerged in the form of a very to borrow a term from sumit sarkar intellectualized revivalism what it means is that it becomes a debate among the intellectuals of a hybro cerebral kind it was a talk among the literati even when magazines and newspaper got into it the tone and drift was such that it may have had little appeal to the common people it had three major drives among its prominent members like bankim chandra among many others for example first highlighting and glorifying some immemorial traditions of the india and arguing to establish their spiritual superiority to the west even if we have to concede that we are materially weak second in terms of these to ask who is an indian everybody who lives in bengal is not necessarily a bengali so too is the case with india this way of treating who lives in india is totally nationalism one must also inhabit certain attributes and express certain sentiments which may then qualify one of to be Indi- an indian the world was not coined but it was the first step towards what later became to be known as cultural nationalism that is one is an indian only when one displays certain cultural characteristics finally immense intellectual labor went into showing the superiority of lord krishna to that of jesus christ also momentously an ideal for a patriotic indian but curiously very little of what took place in bengal survived in bengal except perhaps vande matram and only as a song without so much as a test of patriotism as in the north in maharashtra religious revivalism had a more varied basis there surely was the intellectual component 
and it took the form subtly though of a brahmanical researchan this can best be seen in the efforts to counter the awakening and assertion among the lower caste as these crystallized in the persons of jyotiba phule there was also something different secondly from bengal religious symbols and festivals were activated in the public arena made sarvanjik to affect the mobilization of the masses in the cause of the nationalism the most well known of these is the conversion of ganesh puja hitarto a domestic event into a public celebration known as ganesh utsav today it has spread into the many other parts of india and became a source of communal tensions in the way it is utilized by the sangh parivar ganesh is the lord of success and activity waste of the parivar think that by privileging ganesh they will achieve political success all over the india this became and remains the route to mass mobilization the third form it took was the building of the cult of shivaji maharaj unlike krishna a religious icon a concrete historical figure and a great warrior he was built up as the ideal hindu personality always fighting the muslim rule shivaji was surely a figure of great importance in the regional awakenings taking place in india then and later but to build him as a hindu cult figure was to communalize mass consciousness which was getting mobilized then in maharashtra religious revivalism took a turn towards mass mobilization and in this it was distinction from what had happened in bengal north indian represents a more intriguing picture much of the intellectual debates here spread into the society and became issue for popular contentions and much of what became issues of contention were close to popular practices and beliefs two different variants emerged in north india one in the indo-gangetic plains and the other in northwestern india what are now punjab haryana and western uttar pradesh in the indo-gangetic plain the issues through which hindu revivalism asserted itself were the ones related to cow slaughter and hindi in the devanagari script gyan pande has shown in mobilizing the hindu community and hindi hindu hindustan cow and its slaughter by the muslim in daily life and specially on the occasion of the bakreed became issues of heightening the sensibility of hindus 
and trying to mobilize them to agitate so as to stop the Muslims from slaughtering the cows. In the same vein, the issue of Hindi and Devanagari as against Urdu in the Persian script became matters of Hindu-Muslim disputes within the public consciousness. In the northwestern India, similar issues were raised together with others through the different paths. It was the rise and dissemination of the Arya Samaj movement of Swami Dayananda. At one level it was a protestant movement, but at the another it was also a vituperative attack against anything that was not properly aligned to Vedas. It successfully combined a sharp attack on many a Hindu practices like polytheism, idolatry and caste based on birth and advocated intercaste and widow remarries and such other things. Dayanand in his famous book Satyarth Prakash also launched a vituperative attack on non-Vedic religions like Islam, Christianity, Sikhism, etc. Devoting a chapter to each of these and the attack on Islam and its prophet was the most abusive. His followers then entered into unnecessary polemics with the Sikhs and Muslims, the two other prominent religions of this region. Nachon in his book Arya Dharma shows how the movement rapidly spread in Punjab, especially among the trading caste like Khatris. Prominent converts were Lala Lajpat Rai, the well-known nationalist leader, Lala Hans Raj, Lala Munshi Ram, later Swami Shraddhanand and many others. Since that it is concentrated on two activities in particular, opening of Anglo-Vedic schools and a campaign of Shuddhi, reconversion to Hindu dharma of those who had converted to other religions. This later program coupled with among the Muslim called the Tanjim and Tablik were very instrumental in vitalizing the communal atmosphere. Now let us move to the next point, rise in political unrest. The emerging political temper based on religious revivalism and the cultural nationalism got a powerful intellectual reinforcement and moral legitimization on an all India plane and from the writings of highly respected and sophisticated thinkers such as Vivekananda and Arbindo. Their canvases were vast, horizons were wide and concerned large. 
for both India has a mission for the world and to give to the materiality oriented West the great spiritual resources of India and thus to enrich their improvised civilization. Within this mission they invoked the glories of ancient India, the immemorialness of Indian religion and philosophy, the superiority of Vedantas, the incomparable nature of Indian tolerance and so on. All this can still go well, but there is a tendency to compare specially pronounced in Vivekananda, the Hindu Vedantic tradition with other religions. He was quite given to comparing the Hindu tolerance with Muslim intolerance and to equate Mohammedanism with slaughter all over the world and to consider the Prophet of Islam as having done more harm to the world than goods. Arvindo often equated Indian nationalism with Sanatan Dharma. In lesser hands these and such other observations became very damaging for inter-community relations and in vitalizing the worsening communal tensions. All this had disastrous consequences for India when seen in conjunction with what had was happening with the Muslims. The interpretative changes with the Hindu tradition discussed above had its parallel though of a different kind among the Muslim as well. The traditions within the Muslim religion community were also subjected to interventions and reworking by both the neo-orthodoxy and the modernist, both of them trying to draw the community away from the national developments for altogether different reasons. Whatever these interventions succeeded in drawing the Muslim community apart. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.